Let's get real. Who wants to have another surface level conversation? Not us. I'm Samantha. And I'm Christian. Two friends having raw but truth-filled conversations about the messiness of life. So buckle up and don't be shy. Because, yep, we're We're going going there. there. Hi, Christian. Hi, Samantha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It is a hot summer day. We're sipping on our, what flavor liqueur is that? Mango. Mango. Ooh, I don't think I've had that one. Oh, this is one of my faves, actually. It's very just refreshing. It doesn't taste like mango. Just refreshing. Interesting. Well, have you had liquid IV? Yes. The strawberry is my fave. Wait, it's mine too. It's so salty though. The first taste you have of it is like very intense. That must have been what it was because shout out to my friend Katie, if you're listening to this, she probably months ago tried to get me to try some and get in on it. And I could not take it. Like it just tasted so gross to me. I almost wish there was like a little shot form of it. Like it's so salty Mm -hmm. that I'm like, I don't really want to drink this as a drink. I try to do it in the least amount of liquid as possible. See, I actually don't mind it. It's actually growing on me. So that's what I'm drinking today. I'm going to the mountains. Do you feel dehydrated? Oh, well, I just now I'm drinking them a lot. And because I'm going to be in Colorado at high elevation, you know, beforehand, you they do actually drink water. like they work really well. I think they do, too. So, you know, you could always be there more you hydrated. Go. There you this go. is a sponsored ad by Liquid IV. Use our promo code <laughs> 25 JK JK. <laughs> Wait, that would be cool, though. That would be Not a post. Anyways, what are we going to talk about today, Christian? Jesus. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of obvious, but it's true. I mean, we want to talk about Jesus and kind of knowing him intimately and what the difference between spending time with him personally and kind of like reading about who he is, 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 is. But there is a difference. And I think for both of us, that's been a realization that we kind of have grown into over the last maybe five years. I don't know about for you, but what was that kind of experience like for you from going maybe just for everyone to understand what we're saying from maybe just only consuming like, I don't know, maybe you had a teen devotional Bible that you would just read a devotion in every day. They would have a scripture and then the author or the writer would have commentary about that scripture or something for you to take away from it into more of like actually opening up your Bible every day and being able to read a passage of scripture, whether it's in Isaiah or it's in Romans and getting something from that and being able to pick it apart on your own. What was that experience like for you? No, I think like what we're talking about here is like the difference between knowing a lot about God and knowing God yourself, because I think there's a huge difference there. Like, I think I spent years knowing a lot about God because I grew up in a Christian home and my dad was a pastor. And when I was growing up, I did a ton of devotionals. I mean, we will even recommend like you and I will talk about really awesome books of Christian authors. And so I don't think those are like bad things at all to look into or do. And I think even a devotional can be a good way to engage your heart in like maybe a topic and then like use the verses where they're referencing, you know, where they're getting this like commentary from to then dive into the Bible yourself. And so I think those are good ways that you can get into God's word. But I think I used that almost just like solely as like my only way of learning about God. So then, you know, I came to college and I started experiencing you know, like harder life things I felt like. And I was away from my parents and my parents weren't saying, you know, go to church every Sunday and get involved in a small group and do this study anymore. They just weren't there to like, not even necessarily like they did like check in on me when I was little. But then I was like, wait, what does it actually look like to like open up my Bible? And I don't want to just be, again, it's not a bad thing to just like open up your Bible blindly and like point to a verse. But like, I want to 
intelligently dive into God's word to learn about like context and the authors of who's writing what. And like, I want to learn about God and like the truth of like the entire gospel story. And so I remember, I mean, you and I will talk a little bit more about this, but I did several women's studies. And one of the books we read was like Women of the Word by Jen Wilkin. And in this book, I love this book because actually almost every time I've read it in like a group, most leaders, I feel like not out of like foolishness, but they pick it as like, let's do this devotional. And then they don't realize what it is because I did that. Like I did that as like, I was leading a group. I was like, wait, I'm I'm reading it in a group right now. And my friend leading it was like, guys, I'm not going to lie. I thought this was like about women in the Bible and it's deceiving, but maybe she did that on purpose. But it's so good. I know. Maybe she did that on purpose. It's like the opposite of what she's kind of trying to like talk about. Because she pretty much says like, Hey, like we need to learn how to like read our Bible yeah. intelligently. Biblical literacy. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. It's like, you know, how can we both, both of us, that's similar to my story. Like, how can we grow up opening our Bible? I mean, I have been having like daily quiet times, quote unquote, since I was in junior high. And I don't take that for granted. I'm so thankful that I had people encouraging me with a devotional to like then open my Bible and read a scripture and like learn about it. But then it's like you get to a point when you realize, how can I have read my Bible so much, but I don't know how to do this on my own. Like I wouldn't have known how to open my Bible, like think about the context of a scripture, be able to learn how to look up who wrote that book if it's not obvious or to understand what time period that was in or what was going on in the rest of the world when that book was written in context with other books of the Bible. It's like we all lack so much biblical literacy. And I think that's a huge issue in our church with these young women coming up. And I'm talking about us in our age that now we're passionate about of like, guys, we need to learn how to study our Bible on our own. Well, and I think it's so important too. I mean, we talk about how chaotic and crazy our world feels right now. And like, we are the people who are like able to share the gospel and share this good news that we say we believe. But like, if we don't actually know what we're talking about and we don't know like the actual whole story of the Bible because we've never actually read it, then like, what are we expecting to answer with? You know, I think when people are like, I'm scared to have that conversation. I think part of that is like, like you probably should be scared because you don't probably know the answer. And I'm saying that about myself. Like, I think some of my fear in being like asked a hard question sometimes is like, do I actually know that answer? Because like, I've read through my Bible, but I'm like, I have not maybe done that intentionally for a while. And so I'm like, I'm in it this year again. And I will admit, I'm even reading through my Bible and I'm like 50 days behind. I'm seven right now. What? I'm seven. Okay. See, well, (laughs) I'm worse. But I do think I'm like, no, it actually takes time to like dig in and like know scripture. So like, what does that look like? How do we do that? Well, yeah, I think one more thing I'll say that before we jump into practicals, because that's actually where it's so important. I think I remember my parents growing up even teaching us like, yeah, you want to be able to go into a church as you're an adult or when you go off to college or whenever you're alone and be able to understand if that pastor is, you know, a biblical preacher. And I realized I'm like, I only know what other teachers have told me they think about scripture, but how am I supposed to form opinions and know what I think about scripture? And it honestly kind of takes the Holy Spirit's job away in some sense of like, no, that is why we're equipped. You know, God's word was written for us, not just pastors, not just people who have been to seminary, not just women who have platforms to write cool, like trendy Christian books. Like, yes, he's using them to help us. But at the same time, like God wants us to meet with him, reading scripture, having the knowledge and honestly, like the power to be able to interpret that with the help of the Holy Spirit. And then, yes, be guided by certain commentary. I mean, yeah, 
the average day girl doesn't know how to like read the Greek and Hebrew. But (laughs) so that's where we can like look up some of those help. Okay, plug real fast. If you have not already listened to our episode with Sierra Porter that we released a few weeks ago, she said like one of the best things about truth and like knowing truth. And like when you talk about that, that like if we don't actually know truth, we can never spot the lie. And I think that's so true because like my parents said the same thing. Like when you're off by yourself, you need to be able to like be able to see like, is this a person a biblical teacher or like have wisdom and have discernment on like what they're saying? Is that actually biblical? And I think that's our job as Christians. But her point was like, no, like we have to know truth to be able to spot the lie that like as Christians, if we don't actually know truth, we'll never be able to see like, oh no, that's actually not true or that's a lie. And so like, that's our responsibility. And I thought that was so good. Especially when certain theology is just like a little bit off from what maybe the truth actually is. It's so important to know that. And so kind of jumping back a little bit to my story, it's the exact same as Christians. I was really in my word, but until I learned how to kind of inductively study the Bible, which is just like a fancy term with, I think it's like a theological way to smart no isn't it like a theological you would (laughs) learn that in seminary like it's how to break down the bible and ask these questions about scripture and it really focuses on looking at the context do you guys know that i started like looking up before i read a book of the bible who wrote it and like what their relation to certain other people in the bible were at the time or like how that fit into the bigger story of the bible and i would seriously be shocked because i would be like oh oh my gosh, this person wrote this when they had just seen this happen and that was going on at the same time. It just opened up my mind to this whole other world, which I'm like, well, this is why this book is so powerful. Like, I mean, there's just so many things. And like all of the genealogies, like if you actually studied the genealogies, like through all of the Old Testament books where you're like, this is literally so boring. You're like, wait, this is actually amazing because like this is the person who did this and this is the person who saw this. And you're like, wait, that was that person's child that like, that's awesome. It's really cool. It comes alive, honestly. It really does come alive. And I think going back to the practicals, one way we can start is just like learning how to do this a little bit better. And so we mentioned Jen Wilkins, Women in the Word. It is so powerful. Something I just want to touch on because I think we'll all relate to this and you can say like, yep, that's me. She kind of goes through, I think it's in the second chapter where she really starts breaking down the different ways that we've read the Bible in the past. So just some that have stuck out to me are like the magic eight ball where you literally, okay, I genuinely remember being in junior high and I was sitting on my bed stressed about like a test or something and you go like you open your bible and you're like okay and you just like point your finger on a verse have you ever done that <laughs> yes no one could see me laughing but I'm dying laughing because I'm imagining Samantha like lord please give me an a on this yeah, test like, like, no, or, or more just like give me but what yes. I need and like you yes. open the bible or like there's the one where you go in the back of your bible and look up anxiety and then like read verses on anxiety and she makes a really good point she lists like eight of them and they're all just so spot on like I remember my recent group of girls that I'm going through this book with this summer we were all just dying laughing because we're like we've all been there one of them is like reading all these books about it and I think it's funny because yeah that can be helpful but when you're doing that you're really cherry picking parts of the bible and you're not really getting to see the full story so reading her book or meeting up with someone like an older woman or even another girl who maybe does have some experience like actually studying the Bible and asking them to teach you kind of more of that inductive method or that kind of sounds scary to some people that know what it is but even more just how to like look at scripture and what you're supposed to be asking as you're reading it is a great first step. Mm -hmm. Well and I love we'll like attach all of these like links in our references and things but Jackie Hill Perry also has a couple studies that do this really well and one thing I think is really cool that I studied like just a practical thing of like when I was studying 
different books of the Bible. I like printed those out. Obviously, I have a Bible. I write in my Bible. I don't mind writing in my Bible, but like the lines are so small and tiny that I can't really like write my own like comments and sections or highlight on, in yeah. your Bible. Yeah. And so I remember one of her tools I read that years ago. It wasn't Jackie Hill Perry. It was someone else, but it reminded me of this study I recently did with her and we like printed out the chapter so that like the lines were all spread out and she had me like underline certain actions, circle certain verbs, and then like star the character of God in each verse. And I literally was like, wow, this is so cool. And I was like, I wish I could do this with like every book. And so I've started going through, you know, different books of the Bible in this way but like you don't know those things until you learn them and I'm like that is so helpful yeah yeah like I have a binder where I do that with certain pronouns and I think you just said a really good little thing I think we're about to start rambling off some things that could feel overwhelming so maybe pick like these starting points of having someone to teach you or reading a book about it but you said something that tomorrow if you open your Bible tomorrow morning or today you could do this and that is as you're reading something look for God's character in it who do you what do you see about God as you're reading it like there's always something that you can take away from God even in the genealogy I remember thinking like the more you do it the better you get at it I remember thinking like wow God is so intentional about our families and about his plan and his purpose for how we continue to populate the earth like that was really mind-blowing to me and I think just starting with that puts you so far ahead because it opens up your mind to seeing things in maybe books of the Bible that you've always thought are boring and that are really like you don't really see how they apply to your life if you're someone that's familiar with what do we do? Bible, Bible recap, recap by yeah. Terry Lee Cobble. That's another great, just very practical tool. I know last year I did her plan throughout the year in Christian too, and we're doing it again with a bunch of people this year, but she calls it her God shot. Like what's your God it. shot from that verse? You can do it from a verse or you could do it from three chapters. And it is so true. The more you do this, you get better and better at it because like even, I mean, we are again, just going through all of these like Old Testament books right now. And like, again, they're so boring, but even at my stage of life, like one thing I'm consistently learning and like, I need to relearn this every single day in my studies too. Cause it's funny. I'm like, well, same God jot again today, but I'm like, I need that reminder is like, God cares about the details that we are going through literally every detail of this temple. And like, why do I need to know that is brushed with this sort of You're blood and that, well, no, this was actually a long time <laughs> okay, ago. I was like, Whoa. It was a long time ago, but still, even now that's still one of my God shots because then as I'm I don't know, changing my kid's diaper. I'm like, what the heck? I'm so annoyed that like, I literally have to do this for my kids sometimes. Like I'm tired, I wanna sleep. But I'm like, no, God cares about how I'm caring for my family. God cares about the details of how I'm like loving my children well and like taking care of them physically. I mean, that sounds dumb, but I'm like, no, God's a God of details or like God is consistent. Like those are things I learn about him. And then I apply to my daily life when I fail to like think of like the glory I could be bringing to him in my daily life. Do you think that having to change diapers is a result of the fall? Like, <laughs> I have no clue. Can some theologian what would we all, please what let would us we all know? do? Just like, well, do you think we'd be walking around naked? I don't. I mean, if it weren't for yeah. the fall, Adam and Eve were naked. So, and, like, would we just be walking ashamed. around? So, can some seminary professor or theologian or someone less blonde than I please let us know? I'm not blonde. I just want to recognize I'm just kidding. No. But no, that's good because I agree. Like I was reading something today, I think in first and second Kings, and it's just over and over and over the story of this king and then he died and this king. And it's talking through like how he kind of was trying to love God, this one king was, but then he like was still making these statues. And today I finally got it. I was like, oh my gosh, 
all of these people were kind of getting it, like they were trying to worship who God was, but they still held on to these things in their culture that were super important, like worshiping these idols that they were building in their kingdoms. And so it's so interesting because I can take that and I can be like, that's still going on in our Ooh, world today. And I love that though too, because love the King's books, because I'm also like, no, God is so understanding. And so, he is a God of like yes. second chances and four, third chances and fourth chances. So like when I get frustrated, when my friend fails me time and time again, God's character is to step back into that. And like, I love that. And like, that's something I learned about that. And I need those things. And so I think that's like an awesome place to start. That like, if you are reading, one thing you can do is like pull out the character of God and even keep a journal of those. Like she said, we're reading, we're going through the Bible recap with Tara Lee Cobble. Again, we'll link it. But one of the things she does is the God shot. And I've kept a journal and it is a cool place to now go back to and say like, these are my, you know, what day of the year are we on? Like 200, you know, these are my 200 God shots so far this year. It's awesome. Well, and another little practical tip, that Bible reading plan is so like vetted and a lot of people have really loved it. That is through the Bible app, like just your good old like brown Bible app (laughs) on your phone. Like you can subscribe to that plan and get notifications every day to do it. And then she also has a podcast where she then recaps it. And something that's good to note is like you don't have to do it completely on your own. I think a challenge, another challenge would be like as you're doing it, before you jump to the commentary, maybe if you have a study Bible or you like Google something or you go listen to Terry Lee Cobble, review it, like challenge yourself to at least try to think about something, pull something out of it on your own. But then it's also so fun to get to listen to someone who is teaching on it to get to like incorporate their thoughts too. And that brings up another point is like maybe do it with a friend. Christian and I are sitting here bouncing off one another's ideas of things that we're learning and kind of adding on to it. And that's what happens when you're able to meet with other women or maybe one other person or maybe your spouse or maybe if you don't have anyone in life right now, like, you know, Know, thinking through how you could create that with someone or inviting a girl to learn that with you. I think anytime we can have someone else to do it with us, it's just a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think we need to go back to like, okay, so what are we like challenging people in? So if I'm doing like a She Reads Truth devotional every single day, I mean, that's already, I like applaud you for that because yeah. the consistency of that is awesome You're and that is so good. Yeah. But I think when it says like at the bottom, it says like read more or like read where these verses are coming from or like when it has the little link right in the lingo or the commentary about like going to read like go read those, like go read and study that word. Maybe I even challenge you, like read that whole chapter. Like if it is Acts 4, then like read the whole book and like dig in and dive in. And maybe from that note, start a journal where you do have those like God shots or moments of like understanding more of God's character, you know, like taking that next step and doing that. Even if you try to do that starting out like one time a week, like give yourself a few extra minutes if you're reading a devotional or even maybe Google like who wrote Acts? Like why was it written? Who was it written to? I mean, I remember finding out like, oh, like Corinthians, this was written to a church of new believers in Corinth and they were messing up and they were getting it wrong, but they were trying and they were meeting together and there was corruption in the church, but they were trying to fight against it. And this was a letter written to encourage them in their faith and call them out and spur them on. And so like, I don't know. I get excited when I'm talking about it because you're like, oh, that makes so much more sense. No, and it makes more sense. Like, again, it sounds so cheesy, but it makes it come alive of like when you actually understand what's happening in the story you're writing. I really, truly think like the Holy Spirit works in that and he like invigorates your heart and mind to want to know more. And I think that is like, again, the awesome role of like just the Holy Spirit and Jesus and God and like the Trinity in that way. But like he does work in that way. So like I challenge you to like dig into the word 
and know more about Christ because that's ultimately how we're going to learn how to follow him better and like make other Christ followers. Yeah, I agree with all that. And I think if you're someone that has questions for Christian and I, we would love to personally talk with you about this. Reach out to us on Instagram or message us. We'd love to either meet for coffee if we could and kind of help people gain a bit more understanding about this. But there are so many people I know that are doing this well, older women who can help teach you. Jen Wilkin, like we said, again, is a great resource. Jackie Hill Perry, so many women who I think are wanting to support girls like us, women like us to come up in our church and say like, no, like we know how to study the Bible. We know how to really dig into God's word. I don't need someone else to always tell me what it says. I want to be able to learn what it says for myself. And I'm excited about it. I'm passionate about it. I, you know, even with a new Christian, I've been tempted at times when someone's just wanting to start studying their Bible to like send them to She Reads Truth or some of these other things, which again, hear me say, I love these ministries. I think Mm -hmm. they're amazing. So good. But I have even caught myself want to do that and saying like, no, I actually would rather meet with them for coffee for a few weeks and teach them how to study a book of the Bible together. Like that is going to be setting them up better in the long run. And then, yeah, adding those supplemental things in. But I don't know. I hope you guys feel encouraged by this. I hope you're excited to try to gain a little bit of biblical literacy. Yeah. And again, like we said, we will put all of these notes and a few references of our favorites in the podcast notes. So make sure to check that out. And again, if you want any other tips or links, DM us or reach out at any time. We'd love to chat more. See you next week. Hey, thanks for going there with us. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to follow along with us at Going There, the podcast. And it also means so much to us if you subscribe to our podcast and shared it with a friend. Talk to you soon. Bye.